In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Hey, guys. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. What? Yeah. what? Isn't it supposed to be the other what? way around? Huh? For reals. Huh? I thought Brad was fucking interesting now. Oh, that's right. You got to count him oh, in. Oh, I forgot. Wait, let's start over. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll count I'll count you in. Okay. 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 You ready? Yeah. In five, <laughs> four, three. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. I feel like I'm supposed to like do like a... Welcome to Three Stars Podcast, like Samantha does. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Ah, welcome to season two, Woo! episode one. So today, we're switching things up, if you haven't been able to tell. My name is Brad Kaplan. I am one of your hosts. I am here with my brost, Bill, and my intimate cohabitating co-host, Samantha. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah? Good. Thanks for asking. First episode of the first of the second season. <laughs> first episode of twenty twenty one. So I'm first pretty episode fucking of pumped about that. Uh yeah. Doing well. Just a little thrown off that I'm not the host. It's kind of weird. It's I'm kinda of thrown Wampus. off that you're not the host either because <laughs> We only just talked about this, about switching up some roles. Pretty for sure it this was your episode. idea too. Yeah. It, it was my idea, but then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I actually have to like talk and do like the intro <laughs> uh-huh. and I don't know if this is going to work out for me. Yeah. So, You're doing great. Working out for you. You're doing great. <laughs> Honestly. I want for, my job back. For the first time <laughs> since we very first started the podcast, I'm actually a little nervous about this. Yeah. Ooh. And I deflected it a little. I looked at Bill about five minutes ago. I said, hey, Bill, you nervous? <laughs> because we're introducing a new segment today <gasps> Ooh. that involves Bill. Ooh, I like. So we'll get to that in a minute. This episode, mm. we are talking about... Vegan, vegetarian restaurants and reviews. Whose idea was this? Somebody had a concept, the genesis of this This uh, came from one of my friends, Aaliyah, and her boyfriend, Peter, who are avid listeners of the show. And she sent me a message saying, and she sent this message months ago, and so it's been you know, noodling around in the brain that we have to do this one. She sent me a message that said, ugh, Vegans in LA are the worst. <laughs> Hi, I can't eat anything except for chilled baby's breath. Also, I'm wearing eight animals. Oh my God. <laughs> so with that thought, we definitely had to tackle some vegan reviews. But before we jack this fruit. Like that. Very nice. Let's have a drink and some appetizers. Jackfruit is a thing. I feel like you should maybe not everybody knows that. That's true. You should yeah. you should reference that. I wouldn't know I, what jackfruit was if I hadn't done my time as for not eating protein or animal protein. You know what's funny is Samantha was going to teach one of our friends, well, and did teach one of our friends how to cook jackfruit. for himself a little bit, <laughs> and had bought jackfruit to cook with because he's vegan, and so it ended up being an interesting day of cooking. Yeah, I think. he didn't like it, even yeah. though he claims he does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's. Fine. I think in the end, like, didn't you say it was? It's fairly bland in terms. It is. Of like it takes fruit. on. It's like soy. It takes on the flavor of what it, you cook it with. It's right. They dig it because the texture, right? Like it's mm-hmm. the same texture as like pulled pork. Pulled pork, pork supposedly. Meaty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yep. Gotcha. It's huge too. 
Jackfruit's huge. Mm-hmm. It's big. But you just referenced like the size of the great pumpkin. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. They that's can how grow, big jackfruit is? Yeah, they can grow that large. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, before we jack this fruit, <laughs> we'll have a drink and some appetizers and tons of fun at the reviewer's expense. Yes. So, in the switching up of things, Samantha, what are we drinking today? Well, today we we decided uh, a few weeks ago that we wanted to start the year out with a, a a clean start, new resolutions, being a bit more healthy, conscious, health forward, eating clean. Super original, right? I know. <laughs> Nobody ever thinks yeah. that way but us. <laughs> so you guys can follow suit if you want. But today we're going to be doing fresh juices. I used to be big into juicing, not steroid juicing, but actual <laughs> juices, you know, apple, kale, orange, uh, you know, ginger, even garlic. Basically, and if Adwala made it in a bottle, you made it at home for I cheaper. I made it at home for, yeah, for cheaper and better because it doesn't sit on a shelf. I get to drink it right away. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Yeah, Fresh you've had juices. a juicer as long as I've known you and probably, and then... Yeah, it was actually my mom's. Oh, really? asked if I could have it. Wow. Yeah, when she got divorced. And so it was one of the things I got out of the divorce. Very cool. (laughs) Look what I got. I got the juicer. Look what I got. I got the juicer for the divorce. (laughs) Yay! All right. Very cool. So let's uh, start off with some appetizers or with an appetizer. And uh, we will get this ball rolling with Samantha. Why don't you read this first one? Okie dokie. This... One circle review from TripAdvisor comes from a place called Liquid Earth. It has a 4.5 average. It is from Baltimore, Maryland. And this was back in June 2015, which was a while ago. Surly service and high prices. The prices are far too high given the quality of the food. Add in the dark dirty, loud atmosphere of the place combined with the surly attitude of the staff, and you'll find a far more enjoyable vegetarian meal at the grocery store salad bar. Ugh, avoid this place. Uh, I feel like this place is right up my alley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, loud music. Dark atmosphere. Dark atmosphere. Dirty. High prices, right up your alley. Fucking A. (laughs) So when Samantha first found this, uh, this one, you forgot to put in the name of the actual place. And on TripAdvisor, they title their reviews. So the title of the review is Surly Service and High Prices. And both Bill and I saw it and we were like, what a cool name for a restaurant. <laughs> Surly Service and High Prices. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should know exactly what you're going to you get. You should get into. Yeah. I think being as a vegan vegetarian, you, you should automatically know you're going to pay more for your food. Well, and also this is what it's like. I don't want to make blanket statements, but this is what it's like dealing with you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get to taste your own medicine a little bit in this scenario. I feel like I'm you, sure I'm sure they're nice people. Like I don't, the, not all vegan vegetarians, but I'm just saying this one guy in particular or lady, whatever. You know what I would like for this review to have Person. is that if it's the the prices are far too high, I would like to know what they consider a high price. Yeah, yeah. right. Like. It, did you pay like $18 for a salad? And where the prices on the menu, I think, is important. Yeah. That too. Could you have looked up the menu if before the, walking If the prices the aren't on the menu, then it's going to be it's fucking expensive. expensive. <laughs> sure. Those kinds of details, because it's very relative, right? And, and what exactly did you have? Right. 
because if you, I mean, I don't know, it's been so long since I've gone to a vegan specific restaurant, but we know that you can expect to pay a little bit more mm -hmm. because it is a little more difficult. I mean, it's not just vegetables. No. Right. If it was just vegetables, okay, you know, understandable. But there are all sorts of vegan alternatives, such as uh, jackfruit or Satan or Satan? Hail Satan. What? Hail Satan. <laughs> So Satan. there, there are you know tofu. There, like there are different things that the cost of sourcing those things is much higher. Oh. Yeah, and you got to be. It's the time, the prep. Like it's right. a whole different. Yeah. I was gonna say and, that. Like the space, right? Well, if it's a vegan restaurant, you probably don't have to worry about cross contamination. But like, if it's a vegan dish yep. in like a restaurant that serves meat, like you got to account for that space, right? Like it's it's just more work, dude. Yeah, it so is. you're gonna pay for that. And I was doing. We did a slightly healthier few weeks of eating a month or two ago, and I was prepping tofu, and I didn't realize how long it takes to prep tofu. You have to like put heavy weight on it to get all of like the juices out of it. So like you're literally just sitting there waiting on your tofu for however, to dry out. To dry out. I don't really like tofu, man. Like even when I was pescatarian, vegetarian, like I, I, to, like it's. I just don't like it. I guess it's like a texture thing. I just tofu doesn't do it for me. Like I, I actually do like it as long as it's a firm tofu. If it's super like mushy, then Gross. not so much. Yeah, no, and <laughs> and you you also have to you have to look at you know vegan vegetarianism has come a long way since yeah I was a kid. You know, it's not just eating vegetables and fruit anymore they're doing chicken quote unquote that's not really chicken it's oh yeah like yeah. beyond meat and stuff yeah, like that I don't, right. yeah and oh, then beyond yeah. meats really changed it that stuff's and absolutely phenomenal yeah what they, is it I, it's the impossible burger impossible yeah, and, the, yeah, like and the beyond burger yeah but i like the impossible possible more but but on top of it they're doing all sorts of different things with like cheese sauces now you can make cashew cheese sauce and you have to look at the ingredients so Cashews are not cheap. No, and right, again, no. the time and labor that goes into making a cashew cheese sauce, you're you're really paying for all of that. You're paying yeah. for the ingredients and you're paying for the time and labor. So I'm really sorry that the prices were too high given the quality of food. It would have been nice to know what the quality of food was with like maybe food. a picture. Yeah. Yeah, I also why don't would, know. Why were they surly? Like, what did they say? Yeah, what, what did they say? I also don't know if people realize... I, I don't know what this place looks like, but I, I, I'm going to go and look at it really quickly. But I don't know if people realize when they're going out for food anymore that there's, when it comes to the atmosphere, there are a lot of differences even in the alternative food scene, right? So yeah. it, it's not just like you happen to go to a TGI Friday's and they've got, and it's vegan, right? You go to like these places that are, you know, hard rock, hardcore, like alternative music, alternative lifestyle places, and or or they're like greasy spoon, but all vegan, vegan, <laughs> vegan vegetarian, <laughs> right? So this person's like a dark, you know, dark atmosphere, loud music, because there are people who want to eat still healthy in a certain way right, like and they but they also want to feel like they can go to their dive it's yeah. it, this reminds me of uh brutal poodle we were talking about that because they yeah. have they have some interesting stuff on their menu but they cater to both you know so yeah. it, that's that's kind of what it makes me think of you know like 
And did like, did you hear the heavy metal or what do you mean? Loud atmosphere. It's a fucking restaurant. Restaurants are loud, dude. They're <laughs> loud. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures. It's mostly food pictures, but there are a couple of pictures of the restaurant itself on, um, online. And well, it doesn't look super dark, but it isn't like this bright, you know, white walls and everything. It's, it's dark wood. It is brick wall. I mean, is the building painted black? Cause that's what, <laughs> <laughs> when like you say, brutal. when you say dark, dirty, loud atmosphere, like that makes me think of like a dive bar, a dive bar. Yeah. But I'm getting the impression this isn't that kind it's of a, a normal spot. restaurant. Yeah, this place looks this place looks more like um, it, it does kind of look like a greasy spoon diner, but not greasy, hmm. right? It's small restaurant, small quaint yeah. restaurant. Almost, it actually has like a very like homey hometown kind of feel if you were to walk into it. I don't know, like a, this this person sucks with this kind of review because it's yeah. all of this stuff with absolutely no detail. And you know, it, and I, I mean yeah. I don't know I'm not looking at the pictures but if it's an open kitchen like if you can it's s- not an open okay. kitchen because that like that's it. going to intensify the, the no noise I think usually sure. and I think usually an open kitchen is actually like that's kind of nice and that's usually a little more modern feel yeah mm-hmm. because I mean it used to be an old diner thing right yeah. where you had open kitchen for like one of those old diners but the, but now, if you see an open kitchen, it's usually a very modern-looking place. Well, and it's open because they want you to see the them, like the chefs Preparing back the a house. Food. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember the first time I, I worked in an open kitchen. It was a hard transition for me because I was, would run in the back and just bitch, you know. <laughs> and, and you can't do that <laughs> can't when it's an open kitchen. <laughs> oh, actually, wait. <laughs> That's funny. I'm looking at one of these pictures. And maybe it is an open kitchen. I, I feel like just the picture I'm painting in my mind, it kind of has to be. But the open kit, like everything happens behind the bar. So like there's that's the bar awesome. area here and all of the food prep, it looks like happens behind the bar. Oh, that's cool. Right. So you can see everything. So how is that dark and dingy? Right. Yeah, they have yeah. darker wood and it is a darker ceiling. It's like a copper brass ceiling. But to me, that's warm. That's not dark intimate. and dirty. Intimate, right. a better word. Adjective. Intimate, yes. Intimate, yes. Warm and intimate. Interesting. Well, like I said, it looks like a cozy yeah. hometown kind of a place. Everybody ha- is entitled to their own opinion. I as just think... As wrong as it may be. Right. Yeah. As wrong as it may be. I just think they, you know, this person should have gave a little more detail or put some pictures down with it. Yeah. Because then we could see for sure, oh yeah, yeah this is not my... Yeah. type of place to go I, to or and I don't know how much wrong. this stuff costs I'm not look, I'm looking at the Google stuff but um, the food looks amazing it's got great sandwiches awesome pictures they have uh, it looks like they have like wheatgrass shots <laughs> I actually like, I actually like wheatgrass <laughs> oh, alright well oh, fuck it's... it I'm giving this one star yeah I'm gonna give one star as well samesies mm. alright alright are you guys ready to move on I'm ready to move on I'm really excited about this alright So let's move on to our next section. This is going to be a new segment that we decided to introduce since a lot more people apparently want to hear more from Bill. (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean, so many people out there like, you know, Bill's constantly interrupting you guys and you don't just let him talk. So this is going to be a segment where Bill just gets to riff for a few on his own topics. So here we go. Behind Bars with Bill. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, music rights are really expensive. I wanted to do like Eye of the Tiger or something. And, uh, it's too much. So I wrote a song called Demeanor of the Jaguar. 
JK. I'm not yet. I'm going to do something stupid. Just look out for it. Um, so what I want to talk about today is just like different types of guests, not necessarily verses, but also different kind of bartenders. Because mm. like uh, I've noticed mostly about myself, like the years I've put behind the bar, I kind of evolve in my approach. And I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because there can be conflict you know what i mean like just not not necessarily like just some people get along better than others and it's just how you know like some people are assholes so you get to deal with the asshole bartender you know what uh, i mean right. like like this first review like surly bartenders like let's talk about that because i'm a pretty surly bartender and like when i was coming up you, you know you like had to you gotta have thick skin man there's no crying in bartending you know yeah like, for sure yeah you, you just deal with it you deal with people you deal with shitty employees and you know, people talk shit. Some people are drunk, think they're funny and they're fucking not. And you can't, <laughs> that's my favorite. You, you got to let it roll off your back. Right. Like, and it's, it's difficult. So like when I started out, I was all about speed and efficiency and I wanted to be in the well. Like, I think we've mentioned this a little bit. Like when you start as a bartender, that's probably the best place for you to be for sure to, I agree. Get, to get your refs and get your speed. But then as like time goes on, you can't just be just a well bartender, you know, cause you never know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to call off like, you're going to have to step out of the well eventually. For sure, for sure. And that could fuck up the whole dynamic behind the bar, you know? Like, so I think there's... I, I, I tried to brainstorm a couple different kind of bartenders, and the first one is the talker, the one that doesn't acknowledge <laughs> anything else. Like, they get engaged with the conversation and just fucking go on and on and on while everything else around them is uh -huh. fucking on fire. I'm not oh, going to I have worked with those. Yeah. I'm not going to give any specific examples for this one, but I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure every bar I've ever worked in has had that bar. Oh, yeah. Maybe sometimes two of them. I, I will say, like, a lot of dive bars you see this. Like, mm. and people, like dive bars are fun because yeah. you get away with a lot more behind the bar. But at the same time, like... I've worked in bars where these motherfuckers are just hanging out with their friends, their regulars getting crunk while I'm running around doing all the shit, you know, like, so they're, they're not my favorite kind of bartender. I'm mm. going to say that right now. Like no, no spatial I, awareness. It's also good to have a team, right? Where yeah. it's good to have one who is a talker. Right. And to that point, so you, you, you had taught me aces in their places. And I think, uh, there's a more evolved version of the talker. And I'm going to call this guy the wifey. The wifey. The <laughs> That's example, the name of your tin. Yes, yes. Huh. The example I have, I am going to specifically shout somebody out, uh, Susan McDonald. Like, or I would say even uh, my buddy Brandon is halfway between a talker and a wifey. Like the wifey, you want to be on the stick engaging the guests, even though there's other shit that needs to get done. But I'm going to do that other shit because I'm going to make more money because she or he is nicer than me, more personable. Sure. Oh. So it's like, like you said, aces in their places, right? But also I think that that is like that. That's a combination, right? Like the, the talker and the wifey. I think the wifey works a little bit more than the yes. talker. Yes. Okay. More but also does guess. not do all of like, I mean. What did God Susan loves say? Susan. Don't put me in the corner. But she never took a bus tub. Right. She's the strongest person behind the bar <laughs> because she was a rock climber. But you could never get her to take back a bus tub. She didn't do dishes. <laughs> she she never took the well. Um. Anyways, uh, and then from the wifey we have the pappy. Ooh. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Like, <laughs> Brad is definitely like you do what needs to get done. You know, and like you won't even let the surly bartender get too surly. Uh, you you keep control over everything. Oh, okay. Now I get it. 
And then I think I, the speedster is your well bartender. And this guy could be your strongest, depending on how you look at it. He's going to be doing all the newbie work, I guess. Like, all the dirty shit, like restocking dishes, like shit that nobody really, really wants to do. Mm. And, but he wants to live in the well. And yeah. this could work really well. Like, you and I work in the well together, like, super well. Sure. But some of these guys, like, you can't even help them because they're so singularly focused. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, working with Sean, Sean's very much like he thrives in the well, but I like having him there because he's an amazing multitasker. Yeah. Right. He can, he can really crank out the well and take care of guests and stay on top of dishes. And if he needs to yeah. run to the kitchen to do something like he, he's really capable of handling all of those things so to me like having someone like him in the well then you could just kind of stay out of his way and not worry about right. that shit i never have to worry about the well or you know four or five guests on his side of the bar mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm focusing more on different types of bartenders than guests but i think this all goes both ways you know like the talker we've all had that guest that just won't shut the oh, fuck yeah. up sure and then yeah. there's there's somebody that every time they see you, they need something. Oh, right. No matter how many times you ask yes. them if they need anything else. Raising I mean, their hand at you all the yes. time. Or if you even ask them, you give them a whole bunch of specifics. Do you need any ketchup, mustard, Mayonnaise. mayo? Would you like another beer? Do you want any hot sauce? Right. Do you need more and napkins? And then they still need you. Yeah, no matter what. And I can't pick on everybody else and not pick on myself. There's two others that I came up with the Gronk and the perfectionist, I feel like these kind of go hand in hand. Like the Gronk is going to do what needs to get done. And as long as everybody else is working, I'm happy to do it. But if I show up and stuff isn't done that needs to be done, that's when I get pissy. You know what I mean? That's the perfectionist. And to that point, that's, you know, we've talked about the speed well and stock and prep. You know, like when shit hits the fan, we make it look easy because we got there and did the prep that we needed to do. Like it's already set up for us when that shit doesn't happen and things start to fall apart. You can almost always blame it on yourself. And you know how, like I was really mean about this. I would be so mad, but it's because I knew it's like, we're going to get rocked and now we have to do this in the moment. Right. And it's going to suck. Correct. And it's going to ultimately cost us money. I deal with that on a daily basis. So to give a quick analogy of, of that, to make it more, I guess, mentally viewable for our listeners who've never been in the service industry. If you have an amazing staff behind the bar that is a well-oiled machine, but somebody decided to show up late and didn't stock, didn't prep, or someone doesn't feel like doing dishes and you run out of glassware and all of a sudden you get popped, it's honestly like trying to remove water from a sinking boat when there's already water in it like ankle high and it just keeps flooding in. And no matter how, no matter how many buckets you of water you get rid of and throw over, it's still horrible because you started off with a crappy situation. Yeah, you already playing, had water in the boat. Anytime you're coming from behind, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I had, when I was in, when I was in, that's what she said. When I was in college, my first time around, one of my friends said, remember, it's easier to keep up than it is to catch up. Yes. That's good shit. Yeah. Uh, to surmise, I think it was Lao Tzu. I'd have to look it up, but be prepared and you will be lucky. My old man would always say, luck is the end result of careful previous preparation. And I hold to that. That's you know? wisdom right there. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, that is Behind Bars with Bill. 
I like pilot that. episode. Uh, yeah, give that, me some time that, to that refine it a little version. bit. What? Edit that out. <laughs> 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 so, all right, let us uh, take a quick break, and then we will go ahead and move on into the main course. Yeah. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is this what I sound like? No, this is what I sound like. <laughs> I could do my talk show host radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> Dear. Uh, all right, let's get into the main course. We've got two here, and these are a little meatier. So this one. <laughs> For vegan vegetarian. Uh, mm. <laughs> these are a little. Whoa. Jack fruitier. Jack fruitier, I know. No, isn't there like a, like what what is fake meat? Tempa, tempeh, tempe. Satan. No, oh, but Satan. I was thinking something like like it would be like Hell meat, Satan. meat. I don't know if it was uh, a blending of words is what I was looking for. Because there was like smeat. Do you remember smeat? Gross. Yeah, I don't. It was what basically. That? It was just. I don't remember how exactly it worked out to be a blending of words, but it was basically soy all, meat. All different. No, it was. It was not a brand. It was like what you called like just a mashing up of different kinds of meat. It was like that's the, gross. It's basically like the spam, l- right? Uh, Yuck. Oh, or a hot dog. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. This one is from Native Foods in Glendale, Colorado. It has an overall rating of 4.5 stars or 4.5 circles because mm-hmm. on TripAdvisor, this review had one circle from August of 2016. Misleading. The signs say vegetarian restaurant, but then the signs and menus offer chicken, cheese, and bacon. Only if you look on the back of the menu and read the very tiny print do you discover that the chicken is actually soy protein, vital wheat gluten, yeast extract, pea protein, ew, uh, carrot fiber, but not chicken. And the cheese was actually made of cashews, and the bacon is tofu. I looked everywhere I could in the restaurant on signs and walls and when we were ordering and nowhere did it say the chicken isn't chicken. The cheese isn't cheese. Only on the back of the menu in small print. Only when we began eating our items did we realize we didn't get what we had ordered. Except you got exactly what you ordered. Yeah, I'm confused. You didn't so, think to ask your waiter? No. Oh, so crazy. So here's the thing about... Wait, I, person? I'm actually... I had said earlier, Samantha, that I was really glad that you put one in here from Native Foods because I was trying to remember the name of the restaurant. But one of my friends, who you guys know, obviously, John, sent almost this exact kind of thing to our friend's chat group having this exact same experience when he went to try native foods. He went there and, you know, and it's exactly as this reviewer says that if you look at the menu, it also, it says chicken, bacon, all of these things, but then you get it and it is not those things, right? It is basically alternative versions of that, right? Like tofurkey, right? Isn't, is tofu turkey flavored? Yes. So he said it's exactly like that. And he had the exact same experience as what's written here. No, he did not write this review <laughs> because he mm-hmm. went like two years ago. This review is from four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, but he had that exact same experience. He said it all says what the meat is, what the protein is. And then it turns out that it's not that, but you don't know it until you get it and you start eating it. 
Hmm. So that really is misleading. It is. I mean, if it's a vegan vegetarian restaurant, like, and, and you know that going in, you should be more surprised to see that on the menu. Be so, like, well, I thought this place was vegan. Why is there chicken on the menu? So he did think that. So my, so John did think that, but at the same time, he was actually excited to see that they had chicken on the menu mm. because he doesn't eat vegan. He's, you know, he's an omnivore, but he saw that they had this stuff and he's like, cool, Sweet. I'll order that. And then it turned out it wasn't that. But was it good? Did he enjoy it? Yeah, he said it was good. Hmm. But it doesn't like to where this review goes, it's still misleading. Like it if you say it's chicken and it's a like, chicken is a thing, it's a very specific thing. Yeah. It has a scientific designation in all sorts of ways, right? And it all comes down to the same thing. Yeah. And this is not chicken. I don't know, man. Like I just you know it's a vegetarian place going in. So I just I, I take issue with that. Like it doesn't say that anywhere, except it says it like in the name. Like you fucking right? Like I'm looking this restaurant up right now. Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm gonna it, yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. I will. Okay. Be- because I don't understand <laughs> like I, I would like for you to do that so that we get some more clarification. I I see where Bill is coming from. You know, if I'm seeking out a vegan vegetarian restaurant, only vegan vegetarian, I I would assume that if something on my menu says chicken, then I know it's not actually chicken because this is a vegan vegetarian restaurant. But I also see what you're saying, Brad, because yes, that is false advertisement. And you do need to put like quotes on it. Native foods, 100% plant-based. This is what right before I even click on the fucking home on the page, like the link says 100% plant-based. Yep. I just, I think for their sake, they should put all of their non-vegan vegetarian items. That's, I'm not wording it properly. I think for their sake, they need to, in parentheses, or not parentheses, in quote, their their quote-unquote non-vegan vegetarian items. So like the chicken should be in quotes. The cheese should be in quotes. The bacon right. should be in quotes just to save their Or butts. yeah, like an asterisk or whatever. Right, I think something. I'm kind of speculating here, but they're trying to create the illusion, you know what I mean? Like right. Mimicking textures and flavors, like that's a big part of it. Well, and I wonder if any of that has changed over time, because now it says, like you said, if you go on the website, it says 100% plant-based, plant-based. and that's cool. That like that's good because mm-hmm. now if we go to the website, we certainly know that. I don't yeah. know if that if it said that four years ago, but at the very least, we know they definitely started off with a misleading or people did not realize. Basically, where I, the angle that I'm coming from is that you need to be like if you're offering a product or a service, you do need to be as clear as possible. Yeah, transparent. Because yes. if you leave things open to people's interpretations. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah. I was going to say something really mean, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm, so, look, I'm looking at the menu now and it like they have like the first thing is chicken wings made with plants, chicken wings. So I, I, it, I get how it's a little misleading, but at the same time, you have to know that going in, right? Like, like if I went into a fucking barbecue joint and I ordered, you know, pulled pork and I got some vegetarian fucking closeness proximity, then I'm going to be a little upset, right? Right. Like, like, wait a minute. Hold on. I walked into a barbecue place. I'm trying to get fucking, to have pork. Yeah. I'm trying to get 
I'm trying and to that's make, and that's yeah. where my my mindset is with you on that, Bill. That's you know when I walk into the the door of the restaurant thinking that I'm going into a vegan vegetarian, then I've already got to put it in my brain that all of their meat and dairy products are not really meat and dairy. Yeah, it's it's that's already f- in my brain. But f- at the same simile, time, facsimile, <laughs> close but not quite. Like but, I don't know. I just think it's silly to bitch about. Like eat, like. I think it's silly to bitch about this and then to give one circle. Yeah, because it's not their fault. Like well, you were the one that they. It's it partial, partial. But yeah, you were the one who obviously got upset over this, and and you could have asked a question in house exactly. Than just Didn't being a fucking boner. Any and of the going staff. to the internet. Didn't ask any of the staff members. Hey, is this chicken really chicken? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Yep. Is it really chicken? You know, I, you know, I, you didn't say anything about how the food tasted. How did it, how did your chicken, cheese and bacon, all of your fake meat and yeah, taste, was it you good? Know, dairy, how to taste? I think, I think the restaurant could definitely clarify. I think, you know, if you want to call the chicken chicken, great. But apparently some people aren't smart enough to ask. They say in their review, only if you look on the back, the of, back the of the menu. So he, they found the disclaimer. Right. I, I'm, well, but I'm, I not, wonder, I'm not having it. But I wonder if they, like, I think that that's a looked, looked for it all after the fact, right? That's okay. This is how it ended up coming out. So I looked all over the place. Did it say something? And then I finally ended up finding it on the back of a menu. I think that was after the fact for me, while I side with this person's thing, ultimately something Samantha said really clicked with me is, is this deserving of one circle? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't either. think so either. So that's why I like, I'm going to give this person one star because ultimately while I actually do side with the review and the confusion and all that kind of stuff. And to me, like I can understand that. I don't think that it's one circle worthy. I, don't think, so. I think there's way more to a review than just what happened here. Just how you felt duped and how your feelings were hurt. <laughs> yeah are you guys I'm gonna it? give one star <laughs> yeah sorry you got one star for me too alright okay moving forward so I just hey, realized that's my line I'm sorry I'm the host <laughs> <laughs> let me do it <laughs> this next one's a two parter yeah yeah do you wanna you wanna how do you wanna do this I'll tell you what I found this and I really love it I'll just read the first little part okay and then uh, Bill why don't you take the the manager response so this is Watercourse Foods, and what I love about Watercourse Foods is I used to be a regular there, I, and I would say like I would go twice a week. So they used to be in the location of City O City, which okay. we did reviews on yeah. them in season yeah. one, early on in season one too, I think. And then the owner moved them to a larger space in a different location, and then ended up putting City O City in the old location. And I just like, I love the place. And so I knew that we would find something interesting. So I like this one. It has four stars overall. This is a one-star review from November 3rd of 2019. I was there last night and ordered the gluten-free mac and cheese. This is the second time I've been and felt sick. The restaurant is not celiac safe, which you'd probably think it was. Be careful if you have celiac. Now, celiac, you cannot have gluten. It's different than a gluten insensitivity. Like, you can't, like, it's, you will have an allergic reaction. It's way different than the very popular 
popularized. I'm gluten free. I'm gluten free. I can't have gluten. I can't have gluten. Right. I mean, okay, you can, but you're just choosing you choose not, not to. to, or maybe you are intolerant. I get that. Which means you you can choose not to. So I I understand if this person has celiac, then that is a much bigger issue that does need to be cared for. Mm-hmm. And you'd probably think it would like that's that's presumptuous. Like that's extremely presumptuous. Yeah. This is yeah. a vegan vegetarian restaurant, not yeah. a gluten free restaurant. No, it does say that they ordered the gluten free mac and cheese. So if it does that's the pasta, say, right? The pasta is going to be gluten free, right. correct? So if it does say that it's you know here is our gluten free mac and cheese, then you would expect. You would think, yeah, right, yeah. However, we're going to be, gonna go into. I want before we rate this, we should go into the manager response, which comes two days later and says, "Hi Jennifer, we pride ourselves on offering a large selection of items that anyone can enjoy. We pay special attention to dietary needs, and we also stay current on the changing landscape of dietary trends. We can accommodate many dietary needs on our current menu, and we will always take special." orders if a guest cannot find what they need on the menu. We train our staff with the expectation that our servers know all the ingredients, understand allergies and dietary needs, and can make recommendations. Our menu does indicate that we cannot guarantee cross-contamination, and we do not advertise that we are a gluten-free facility, which is the only option for a restaurant to promise no cross-contamination according to the FDA and state regulations. Please let me know if you need anything else. Thank you. Because I think that's where you were about to go. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like to to be a straight gluten free restaurant, like, I don't even know how the fuck you would do that. Like, I mean, you would literally have to have nothing in your restaurant, yeah. right? That had any gluten whatsoever, which is extraordinarily it's not extraordinarily difficult to do, mm-hmm. but it it's is more costly. Di- it's more costly, and it's definitely difficult to get that. Like to make your profits on that market share. That's what I was just thinking. You're cutting out like a huge demographic people that can consume gluten. Like, do you not like to make money? Is that (laughs) right? Right. So I'm looking at their menu online and it does say that the mac and cheese is gluten free optional. So, so they have both. They They get reggae mac and cheese or gluten free. So maybe this person didn't specify they needed the gluten free. Or Maybe. maybe the kitchen fucked up. Or maybe the kitchen fucked up. Well, but yeah, I would I would say that that's possibly more of, of a thing that the kitchen could have fucked up or that maybe it was, I mean, I guess cooked in the same water as the other. I, maybe that's, not, that's, though. That's a thing, though. You know, you have to be careful with that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because this person says that they ordered the gluten-free mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. So maybe they did say, I need the gluten-free option. But right. if there was anything else being prepped back there, I mean, it very easily, that's cross-contamination, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. I also think it's extremely important that people with dietary restrictions go out with the understanding that it is, like the like Jennifer, the manager who responded, says... No, that's... Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer was the, the, reviewer. the reviewer. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, like, but like the manager had said, you know we cannot guarantee that there's no cross-contamination. People ask us all the time at work, hey, I'm gluten-free, or 
do you use the same fry oil for this and this? I'm like, well, yes. Like, I can't it's guarantee a small kitchen. That, that this item is gluten-free because the wings are actually lightly breaded mm-hmm. and they go in the same fryer as this other thing. So I, I can't guarantee. We have other things back there. We use the same space. And while they do clean things, there's just... No, we cannot specifically scrape off the grill and change the fry oil just in the for middle this. of peak time. Like, right. for, I mean, yeah. and I, I think w- more and more people just don't realize because they're special. Everyone's so fucking special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful, unique snowflakes. Individual. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna give one star, and if I could give zero, I would because again, this restaurant does not advertise mm-hmm. we are gluten free. Correct. So I'm for this person to say this restaurant is not celiac safe. You need to be careful. That's a blanket that, statement. That's you know? you know that's rude of you because you're right. It's not celiac safe. You just outed yourself, but yet you're giving a one star because you felt sick after eating gluten free pasta. Again, there's all sorts of cross contamination issues that could have happened. You may have accidentally forgotten to say. I need the gluten-free. I highly doubt it because you're using oh. the C word. <laughs> How do you know if somebody's gluten-free? Don't worry. They'll fucking tell you. And well, actually, I know for a fact that celiacs people who oh, have yeah. ce- they will flat out, it needs Dude. to be, I have celiac. It yeah. needs to be. My Whereas old man the does gluten-free that. people are just like, I just need gluten-free. Just give me the gluten-free. Right. Yeah. Well, and actually, so come to think of it, in looking at their menu, it says, oh, I just deleted their menu. Um, but it said that they it's GFO is what they call it, right? So it's gluten-free optional, mm-hmm. meaning that you have to specify. It's, you have the option. But if you don't know how to read the menu properly, you would maybe just think that you, it, maybe you just think that's gluten-free. Yeah. And so maybe they just said, I'll have the mac and cheese. So, now, at which point it is, at which point the server should say, do you want the gluten-free or the regular, right? Yeah. So Yeah, because you, and you have to know like the, I think that's kind of what they're alluding to in the response. Like we train our staff to know the menu items. So they would ask, sure. Would you, do you want the gluten free? Sure. Cause that particular item could go either way. Yeah. I'm giving it one star because I do think that, uh, that the review itself is just crap. Yeah. And it does need to have a lot more information and the person should have flat out reached out specifically to the location. And either way they responded and they came back with exactly the right answer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I give the review one star and the response three stars. Nice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. One and three for me as well. And uh, know your onions. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I, between the, the two reviews we just read, the person seeing that it's a vegan vegetarian restaurant, but then being completely confused and not even bothering to ask a server, hey, mm. I'm a little confused here. Is this really chicken? No. Okay, cool. Is this a vegan vegetarian? And then this person assuming that this place is a celiac, a gluten-free place. Like, you guys know your onions. Come on. Start the new year outright. Be yeah. better. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying my one star because this kind of speaks almost exactly to what Aaliyah had said, right? There's certain people who just all they can have is fucking baby's breath. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Chill. Uh, excuse me. Uh, so, arugula from the fucking me, furthest my, regions of my Alaska. My baby's breath is not chilled. <laughs> I asked for it chilled. Chilled. Hello. So they, I ordered they the go blue in. Agave Basically, <laughs> if a restaurant is vegan vegetarian, that does not also mean that you're not going to have nut allergy issues, right. celiac issues, you know, any well, that, sort of that's vegetable issues. Right. Like if you're catering to the, these dietary needs, you're going to have, sh- you're going to have nuts and berries and all this fucking weird shit. 
Yeah. And like, you, you have a nut allergy. Well, that fucking sucks. Like, there's only so much I could do, you know? Yeah. Like, I, you can't please everyone. No. I remember there was something that had gone around and it was like, what would you do if someone handed you this? And basically the person had that had sat down at this table handed out a list of everything that they had an allergy uh. or dietary restriction on. At, at the end of which it's like, all right, well, I'm going to bring you a piece of romaine lettuce then because that's like wow don't go out to eat at that point yeah, I, but, yeah. I have worked at a sushi restaurant and it, like allergens are like super important you know and like sure sushi gets really complicated like when it, when it comes to rolls and stuff but we had we would have like cheat sheets because that's how intense it's gotten you yeah. know like and you, you have to pay, pay attention to be on top of shit but ultimately you know the guest is responsible for letting you know what's going on correct absolutely all right. <gasps> Should we move on to my favorite time? Let's do it. You, All right. Okay. The whole Wait, point of you hosting what? was not to mock me. Oh, I'm not mocking you. Mock me once. Do it again. I died that day. Are you Danny <laughs> mocking her? <gasps> oh. <laughs> I like that. All right. So let us take another short break because I think there is juicing to be done. To be had. Yeah. And uh, before we get into that, let's uh, let's tone back. Let's focus our inner chi mm. and we shall <laughs> we'll be right back as many of you know we service industry folk rely on tips to make a living if you like the show and would like to support us you can do so by leaving us a tip through venmo at three stars podcast this one you have to spell out at sign t-h-r-e-e stars podcast or if you'd like to become one of our regulars, you can support us through Patreon. That's patreon.com slash three stars podcast. Hey, gang. Guess what time it is? What time, what is, time it? is it? It's, it's a three stars, stars podcast. Happy hour. hour. Three stars podcast. Happy hour. Oh, it's yeah. A three stars podcast. Happy hour. hour. Let's get our, our juice on. on. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we both thought of that. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm taking a back seat to the happy hour, and we're going to let Samantha take it over. Awesome sauce. So in lieu of starting the New Year's off, you know, like everybody else does, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to read more. I'm going to learn a new language. I'm going to learn how to drive stick shift. Been there, done that. Yeah. I'm going to start a you podcast. Did do that this last year. I did. I'm going to start a podcast. We've been there, done it. We decided to go ahead and have fresh made juices for our happy hour. This now, is exciting. while they won't get us tipsy, I, I am 98% sure you will feel a bit of a high yeah. from them because it is the highest. Does it have THC? Nope. It oh. is the highest form Cocaine? of of proteins, amino acids, um, <laughs> enzymes, everything that your body needs to function properly. It's got acid in it. Right. Mm. Right away. So you're going to, you're going to, it's going to, it's, it's going to hit your lips and your gums and get, it's going to get it soaked in right away. So I did do a flight of four different types of juice. They all have, well, except for one, um, but they all have base uh, fruit vegetable in them. I've got an orange juice here, which is carrot. An orange colored juice. Orange colored juice, yes. Yeah. It has carrots in it. 
Oh, wait, actually, you know what? I'm just, I'm gonna let you guys taste. Oh, Ooh, even more fun. Never mind. I'm gonna be quiet. Uh, so we can start with whatever, whatever one you want, and I will tell you what it's in it, but I want you guys to taste them first. Okay. So we are stirring them. Each yeah, a do bit stir them. As they sit, they tend to settle. They settle, yes. Which one do you want us to start with? Whatever one you want to start with. I don't care. What? I, I have it lined up the way they were. Okay, cool. Because oh, I wanna, yeah, I wanna start off by. Getting the really green one out well, of the way. Well, no, I want us all to kind of drink the same one so you can explain them as we go. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah, that tastes like a salad. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, it, it tastes like a garden, like yeah. a fresh garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one. So what do we taste in it? This one has apples. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Celery. Kale. I was going to say kale, yeah. This is... Definitely green and green ginger. No ginger. No, there's there's something spice to it. That's there, the kale. Zing. Oh, really? All it has. Interesting. Apples, kale, and celery. This is a very basic <laughs> juice. Nailed it. <laughs> Look Dude, at your palate. We're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, this I, is a really basic. I didn't realize that the kale would. Kale would, has a bit of bitter uh, spice to it. Yeah. Interesting. Kale's like a, supposed to be hella good for you. It's right? hella like, good for you. So is arugula. Arugula mm. is even better for you. Arugula is also an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. Okay. So get it, Bill. Get it. <laughs> um. So yeah, you just a really simple green juice that you could start your morning off with. I added quite a few apples to it because again, the kale can be really bitter and uh-huh. a little spicy. So you just add your apples to sweeten it. And apples are your it's fiber. Good yeah. So to help clean everything and out of your gut. The celery you're going to get what lots of iron and lots of water. Actually, not a whole lot from celery, fiber and water. So Interesting. Mhm. Your kale is where all your nutrients are, really. It, does celery have... Okay. Does celery have a high iron content, or am I just making that up? Because I, I will tell you where I got it from. <laughs> so, why, why don't we ask Uncle Google? Yeah, I'll tell you where I get yeah, you the have idea computer, from. Yeah, your fingertips. And th- why don't you Google is, it? And this is one of those things where I think we all assume that we know things based oh, on... Oh, yeah. On, you know... Oh, well, you know, I totally heard this. Or like, this has been a long-held belief by me. Cognitive dissonance. Right. And it seriously comes out of an X-Factor comic book. Oh, dear. (laughs) It's probably not real. It's probably not real. But there was a scene amongst some of the heroes, like, living in in their home or whatever, where Polaris, who has magnetic abilities, much like Magneto... Is, is doing stuff in the kitchen and celery comes floating over to her. And uh, she says, she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm able to tap into the iron in the celery. Well, uh, I mean. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. And, and that was when I was a teenager, okay? So, but you, you know. It's high in vitamin tend- C, B, A, iron, antioxidant, sodium, potassium, magnesium, fiber, and water content. Oh, so then it was right. Yeah. The Good. medium value Excellent. of iron is found, uh, that's found in celery. Oh, wait. Sorry. Wrong one. Celery contains 0.20 milligrams of iron per 100 grams. So not a whole lot, but it does have iron. It says it's high. In- <laughs> no, All I right. Know, I know what you're talking about, though, too, because was it X-Men 2, the, the movie? Like when... He bre- Magneto breaks out of jail because the the fucking guard gets injected with a bunch of iron. Well, yeah, and then it, like pulls the iron uh, out yeah. of the guard's body. That's fucking sweet. Yeah, it was. Magneto's a badass. All right, moving on. Which juice are we going up with next? Whichever one you want. Let's do. So I'm going down the line. 
Okay, so that would the next one for us would be this one, I think. I feel like that one's got bell pepper in it. That one definitely has bell pepper in it. Oh, that's good. I can like it that is the most mm. forward flavor. Correct. Celery, apple, bell pepper, and one piece of kale. Hmm. That's really good too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's sweeter. I think the first one was sweeter. Maybe sweeter might not be the right word, but like lighter. Not not as yeah. garden tasty. It well it has it definitely, definitely has gardening. that light, refreshing flavor that I think I love bell peppers. And it definitely has that light, refreshing flavor. They're good. And good for you. That's right. <laughs> now what are we doing? The orange one? Yup. Which we've already established carrots, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Carrot is definitely in this one. I'm saying that there's ginger in this one. Oh, there is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I even only just, like, I stirred it up and I only just tasted the spoon. I am not a big fan of ginger. Oh, really? No. I love ginger. <laughs> Stop. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> but what else? I mean, I taste the carrots, I taste the ginger. And those two flavors are the most pungent. Are yeah. The most prevalent. Yeah. What else is in it? Celery. Mm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. I was going to say it was either celery or apple, but it didn't quite taste sweet enough for, for apple. Don't need like, it. The pulpiness, like the texture of but, it, I feel like. Yeah. Mm. You are three for three. Those are all really good. Thank you. So before we get on to Except the fourth the one, Sorry, and you Bill. might you right. might be bringing this up. I know it's supposed to be really good for you. So, but it yeah, is. what like what's the why juice? So, <laughs> did you just <laughs> <laughs> wait? I have to explain things now. <laughs> Shit. So juicing is it really is the fastest way to get all of your nutrients, and um, not only that, it is. It is the fastest way to get the nutrients that helps your your cells function at their best level. Because it's already liquefied, right? So it's, it's you your body doesn't your have body to get, very yeah, quickly. Doesn't have to digest it. It's absorbed quickly. I, I do feel better. Getting we, we both talked about dragging ass all day, and I feel better after those than I have just right out of the yeah, gate. Right out of the gate. Maybe it's like placebo, but it could be. Uh, but but juicing. You know, the great thing about juicing is that when people think, "Oh, I'm just going to get a juice." Yeah, you can have your basic kale, apple, celery, carrot, ginger, but then you can also add stuff to it. Um, I did a cocktail, which juicing is now becoming popular in cocktails. I did a cocktail quite a few years ago where it had pineapple juice and fennel in it. Mm. And my and squeal rum. Yes, squeal rum. And the fennel is more of like an anise flavor. Mm-hmm. The pineapple added the sweetness. The rum had a caramel flavor to it. So you had these complex different flavors that when I sat there and tweaked it all out and came up with my recipe, they blended nicely together. So it's, I mean, you don't just have to stick to the basic juice of beet, apple, carrot. You can go with fennel, add a little fennel, add maybe a little cayenne pepper, yeah. add turmeric. You know, it's... I would always fuck, fuck with the jalapeno. Ha- I know, add I know jalapeno. Brett, Brett doesn't like spicy stuff, but... Right, jalapenos, no, but I lemon, totally lime. That, like, if you, like if you go light on it, right? Like you just add one slice You have that little heat to it. Yeah. A large... And I know that like most juice that you get in the store is mostly sugar. Like cranberry juice is high sugar content, and all of those juices, the, yeah, are high. sugar The only content. sugar you have is natural sugars going on in these guys yeah. from the apple, right? Yep. And oh, that's, and that's something I actually really like about now. Like we talked about 
different things for this segment today, but I had a table on Thursday or Friday where the the parents would not allow one of their kids to have a Sprite, but they said, no, you could have apple juice or you could have lemonade or you could have, you know, like I think, or you could have water, right? Obviously, water would have been the better option all yeah. around, but I think what most people don't realize is that when you get lemonade out of a, you a know, bag, a, a out gun, of a bag, a right? Like a minute made lemonade or whatever, it's going to have the same sugar content, give or take a gram. Yeah. That what your Sprite does. That's what Sprite does. And same thing with apple juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Apple you juice know, is horrible. They're loaded with sugar. Loaded with sugar. Orange juice is the same. I know, I, I think cranberry juice is like the worst because cranberries are super tart. If you get authentic cranberry juice, you're okay. But if you get ocean spray, yeah. they they water it down and they sugarize it because cranberries, you're right. They're very tart. A little goes along. You can pop cranberries in your homemade juice too. All you need are like two or three. Yeah. I will say that juicing, um, Billy, you and I talked about this earlier, juicing blueberries, strawberries, uh, bananas, avocado, can't really juice them. They, they honestly just kind of pulverize in your dispenser unless you have an actual auger which is a different type of juicer uh it's more along the lines of cold press where this juicer right here there's been all sorts of talk about you know this juicer not being the best juicer because it uses heat you know for the motor to to puree and and pull extract the juice out of and therefore you're losing nutritional value in your juice you should go with a cold press or an auger where you have to manually do it yourself and there's not friction and heat um, hmm. I mean, there's there's a whole world about juicing, but blueberries, avocado, things that don't have a lot of water in them, I would honestly say juice what you're going to juice and then add those more denser, less water items in a blender with your juice and blend it all together. Mm, and that way you're okay. getting your antioxidants. Right. So do the juicing, then throw it then all, throw all into, into a, a blender. blender and zip it all up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you go to a place like Jamba Juice or something along those lines, I mean, essentially they're doing it almost do. everything in a blender, right? Um, they get their I think orange they have juice. Certain juices. Mm-hmm. They get their but orange they juice do right there. Exactly fresh what squeeze. you're saying. But yeah, right? then they take their. They take it all. They mix it in with the strawberries and blueberries and and their and kale. Banana yeah, they, and they don't like actually that. juice their kale. It's just blended in. Right. So, last but not least. Okay. I feel like this is the the whole shebang. You put everything in this. I definitely taste the kale in this one. Mm-hmm. It's not sweet. No. Like this one, like I don't think this one has apples in it because it doesn't, like that, the other ones that had apple in it had much more of a, a sweetness to it. This is. Darn it. Farts. This was the one that was supposed farts. to get lime juice, wasn't it? No. Oh, no? Okay. So this was the end of the batch. No, there's not a lot of apple. There's like maybe four or five apple slices in it. It has more celery in it than anything overall. Mm -hmm. It does have uh, a couple of sprigs of kale in it. Nothing too much. However, I put a pinch of cayenne pepper in. Okay. You can feel the spice. I don't really taste it. I feel it, if that makes sense. Almost like a little tingle on the tongue. On my tongue, yes. And a little bit of turmeric in it. Okay. Yeah, so is it turmeric or turmeric? Because it's spelled turmeric, but everyone says turmeric. It's probably turmeric then. I thought it was. Oh, well, I just tum-ric. don't know. I mean, turmeric. Tum, tum, tur- <laughs> Mr. Tumness. <laughs> <laughs> and what is that good for? Turmeric? Yeah. It's a uh, anti inflammatory. So instead of taking ibuprofen, you can take turmeric. All right. Anti inflammatory. And 
you can't overdose on it because it's all natural where you can overdose on ibuprofen. And that's just something in general like that you can add into your cooking. You can add into juices. You can add. And what's cayenne pepper good for? Cayenne pepper is good for circulation, warming. You can actually take cayenne pepper and put it in your socks. And it'll, if you have like me, really cold feet all the time, it'll help warm your feet up. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really good for circulation. So I wanted to mention this earlier. Samantha, your degree was in biology. Yes. And so you have you know some experience in how the body works. A little bit. And you also worked at a place that had a juice bar. We did. Where you had to go and... Make juices. Make juices. Mm-hmm. So you got to play with lots of different things. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I've known you for a long time. As long as I've known you, you've been big on juicing. This isn't one of the ones, like, none of these are going to give us poops, right? (laughs) Well, the celery might help clean you out a little bit. Samantha dropped me off a juice at work once. You told him this last night. But I didn't tell our listeners. Oh, gosh. And, like, two hours later, holy poopsville. (laughs) I don't even know what was all in that juice, but I actually said to Samantha last night, I was like, don't make any poopy juice. (laughs) <laughs> i look i you fail you make it sound like i did it intentionally i didn't do it intentionally no i know you didn't do and it i drank the same juice and I, I got stuck in traffic so let me tell you <laughs> it was a nightmare trying and it was almost an hour and a half of traffic it was a nightmare trying to get home knowing that i had something gurgling in my tumtums <laughs> it was i barely made it so that was uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so this is just a brief introduction to juicing. You, there's all sorts of juices out there that have all sorts of different recipes for you. Um, I would and highly they, recommend they're, they're, watching. Some of these were like very basic and delicious. Basic, too. delicious yeah. juice. Yeah, and they can get more complex. Uh, you can make smoothies with your juices. Like I said, throw in your yogurt afterwards or you know your avocado, whatever. Throw it in. You've got a really healthy nutritional smoothie with your uh, your omega three fatty acids. Yeah, and throwing yogurt in there mm-hmm. is good. Yep. Mm. Um, and then there's also documentaries out. The one of the ones that completely changed my life on juicing was Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. I watched that. I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. And so, and it gives a it gives a, a nice little biological snapshot of what what juicing, what drinking fresh juices does to your body on the microscopic level. Because honestly, your cells are the powerhouse of your entire body. We are made up of... The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I know that. Yep, that is correct. (laughs) And so if you can keep your cells running properly, functioning properly, then essentially you keep your entire body running properly and functioning properly. That's the thing that you use like with the force, right? The mitochondria? Yes. 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 So. All right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I guess that's it for happy hour. It's informational. That w- it was informational and delicious too. And we're not tanked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is power. All right. Let us move on to desserts. So who wants to wrap it up for us? Who wants to bring us home? I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy is Harmony Bakery. It's five stars. Going back to Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, one circle from TripAdvisor, October 2018. A little disappointed. My sis and I were excited to go here since it's vegan. The high prices we were good with, but the quality for these high prices was not there. We purchased six different deserts (laughs) to share, and not one of them did we finish. 
decided not to go back to try their non-dessert food. So you, <clears throat> so I'm not sure how it is. But when it comes to vegan deserts, <laughs> there are better places to go. What is the, what is the going rate for a desert? Well, I we want to know the where Mojave, these vegan deserts are. The Gobi, the Sahara. Yeah, <laughs> and they're vegan too, huh? There, there is no dead animal in That's any right. vegan desert. There is no animal. Period. It is the Shang- all, It is the Shangri La of deserts. Sand and heat. And oh my goodness! Cacti. Dom. <laughs> that, Dom. Like this is one of those things where they probably spelled it like where spell check took over, but spell check never really like under or or the grammar aspect didn't yeah. quite kick into it because they are both words. Yeah. Well, that is desert, a word. <laughs> desert happened twice, and dessert happened, did happen yeah, I, once. I, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who orders six desserts in the first fucking place? That's yeah, so and not one of them did we finish. So I don't understand this review at all. Yeah. I guess the quality of the food was not there for the price they paid for it, which, again... Vegan, vegetarian, you're going to pay high prices. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. the quality should be there, but if it's not, I'm really sorry. I feel like especially with desserts because like oh, cakes and all that stuff, you're yeah. get milk, like a lot of dairy yeah. and stuff that yeah. you have to I'm, figure out a way around. I'm less of a fan of the dessert options that I've seen out there that are vegan. Like I actually like the food. Oh, much really? More. I, yeah, mm. I like the you know the entree style of mm. things. The I don't well you know I'm like I'm not a fan of like almond ice cream or oat ice oat, cream oat soy ice cream, ice cream. So, yeah, yeah i'm not a big fan of those types of things that's why I buy and then when you when you pull if you pull happen to pull gluten out of a, of a cake that you're making those are sad yeah <laughs> gluten, gluten-free cake is different it's it, it i don't know it's just different you know the sure. texture is different yeah, but i mean that obviously gluten having nothing to do with like vegan or whatnot but for me, if I went in and tried six desserts, I wouldn't count that against the regular food and swear that I'd never go back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because like, especially for me, I much prefer the regular food right. than I do the desserts. So like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Like I don't know why you would discount a place. It, it can certainly not be a well-rounded place. Right. But that but doesn't how, mean they wouldn't that, know because they only order dessert, right? And this place has an average of five stars, which yep. is five insane. circles, right? So that means at least enough people. Yeah, they're doing something <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's just that's redonk. It is redonk. Plain old redonk. Next time, get an ocean rather than yeah. a desert. Do better. <laughs> All right, check please. What did we learn today? I go first every time. This is season two. One of you can go first. Okay. I learned that um, vegan, vegetarian, wild restaurants, while they have come a long ways, it's your choice to be vegan, vegetarian. And if you don't like what the restaurant put out there, don't knock it entirely because they are trying. They are trying to cater to your choice. So a lot of these one stars could be two stars. They yeah. really could. They could be two stars because, again, you've chosen to to have this lifestyle of food. Um, have some personal accountability. Yeah. So I, I think I think and I think the restaurants are doing a great job. You know, especially in the last five years of 
coming up with amazing, tasty dishes that are vegan, vegetarian. Cauliflower, buffalo wings, quote unquote. Oh, I fucks with that. Oh, so good. Super good. I don't so like good. buffalo sauce. Oh, so, I know. I love it, though. It's amazing. Um, and, the, you know, a lot more restaurants are now being conscious to catering your needs, which mm, is yeah. really nice of them because, honestly, they don't have to. Well, they really don't. Especially after this last year, you know, like... We're all trying to bounce back now. Like, yeah, don't be a butthead. Yeah, Bill. Uh, well, you just kind of got me thinking when you were breaking down like the benefits of juicing. You know, you can focus on the micro, and it's going to affect the macro. I'm hoping I'm using the, those terms right. You're correct. And it it just makes sense, honestly. But the thing is, is it's it's not as convenient as going fucking just grabbing something that's already made. But there's a reason for that. Like shit is cheap and available because it's mass produced like it's up to you like in the vegan veg- vegetarian situation you know i get it like it's better for you and it's better for the environment as well mm-hmm. so i just it's not that i i don't know so much that i learned something it just it's okay to be a little snooty about shit sometimes you know like not just for the sake of being snooty but they're like if you're following the science and it makes sense, then, like, why not do it? I yeah. just That's almost diametrically opposed to what we've been doing on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you snooty vegan vegetarian I, g- I get it, but, it, I mean, there's a way to do it there's as well. There's a way you know? to of course, about, so always, yeah. always. And it, Like, I like it when it's challenging, like, the, the, the order is challenging, you know, because I'm like, trust me, like, I get it. I take you seriously. I'm going to fucking do, I'm going to get this right. And when it happens and it, everything's great, it makes me feel good. And I feel yeah. like I help somebody not just did my job, but also like it helps somebody's life be a little bit better, you know, for sure. I, uh, I, I have so many things that I would want to say right now because you both make really fucking good. juice is working, dude. Yeah, no, I know you, you <laughs> both make, you both make really, really good points. I, I think that the most important thing that is is reinforced for me is along the lines of what Samantha was saying, which is these places these places exist because there was a demand, right? There yeah. are there are people who want alternative lifestyle uh, and eating options. They I'm I'm vegan, yo, or I'm I'm a vegetarian or I I need something that ultimately yes it's a choice and it's a healthy choice and that's totally fine to go that route but I think that people need to take into consideration that a there when you go online and you write a review like this you're shitting on someone's extremely hard work when you're kind of hurting yourself provide something and then right that translates taking away options you're taking away options for yourself and for others it's okay to not like something Mm -hmm. we we go through that all the time you know we all go out to a restaurant we order something like ah shit like this is not good how'd that fucking kid get past security (laughs) but i i think that it like to me it reinforces that if there's some really something within your 
community within your dietary restriction or something along those lines, you do a much better service to the restaurant and to yourself in order to continue to have the things that you want by going straight to the source, by going straight to a manager or a chef or something along those lines and explain the issue that you have. When you go online and you write a terrible Yelp review, which can then hurt the business and, you know, potentially force them out of business or, you know, if you're lucky, they might change the wording on the menu because they constantly see it as a problem. You're going to get the result that you ultimately want by going directly to the source rather than going on Yelp or TripAdvisor or Google or wherever and writing some sort of shitty review based on that experience that you had that one time. Yeah. Shitty review that you didn't spell check. Right. You and your vegan Gobi desert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do want to quickly say that anyone who's listening, we are not dissing on allergies. We understand the seriousness of allergies. Um, vegan. We're just making fun of you. Yeah, just pick better allergies. But, what's no, no, no. The, what's no, the problem? But being, being vegan, vegetarian <laughs> is not an allergy. It is not in your genetic code. It's a choice, but I, I get why you make it as well. Like, And I get it too. Good for you for eating you healthy. You were vegetarian for a long time, weren't you, Bill? Yeah, I, I, I tried to go full vegan, but uh, I really like cheese. Like That was the hardest thing for me to let go of. And, but yeah, I, was, I, I ended up being pescatarian for like two years. I, I've, I've gone off and on. Yeah, it's and and again, it's it's a choice. So we're not we're not in any way, shape, or form. Um, it's a cruelty thing and a sustainability for me. That was where I was coming from. With yeah, well, and I, and I have I still have an app on my phone that I've had on my phone for about seven vegan. or eight years. The the twenty one day vegan kickstart, yeah. and it's got a lot of really good recipes that I still go back to and and do from time to time. Because I did a month of of being vegan. And I actually felt great that month. But oh, again, it fucking works. I, you like know, it's... I love burgers, <laughs> right? Cheese, Cheese, lamb shank. Yeah. Oh, lamb shank. So, oh, but man. I, I just want to let everyone know out there that while we are making fun of the vegan vegetarians and the people who claim to be gluten free, not celiac, because that's a totally different thing. We are making fun of you, yes, but we understand. <laughs> Have you listened to any other episode? I know. I listened to any of, <laughs> but we also understand that you know. This is a life choice. This is not an allergy. And there is a huge difference between allergies and life choices. And I, I'm flat out saying we are not making fun or discrediting. We won't fault you for that life choice. We just no, fault you for, just, for what you're you act, act and how you act. act. I'm not going to discredit those who actually do have celiac disease. Yeah. I will stand up and fight for you. And all the gluten-free people who are like, I just thought gluten-free. Right. I also don't like liars. Right. You're doing a disservice to those who have celiacs. Mm -hmm. You really are. You're making it more challenging for all of us. So I just wanted to point out that we are very serious when it comes to the allergies and we are quasi serious when it comes to the choices. So So, that's all I have to say. That's I've all spoken. really good stuff. I like this episode. It is the way. Samantha I, I finally caught up with the Mandalorian, episode. if you can't tell. Oh, yeah. It is the way. Yeah, Samantha. Fucking went, nerd. In the last two weeks, Samantha binged episode, or seasons one and two of Mandalorian. Yeah. So proud of you. Thank you. So, All right. Everyone out there, all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening. Aaliyah and Peter, thank you so much for the suggestion that we do the Chilled Baby's Breath episode. and uh if you like this episode any of our other episodes 
please let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, follow us on those and make sure to share. Any sort of action you take helps us out considerably. Share an episode, share your favorite episode. It doesn't have to be this one. It can be any, it could be Bill Hates Kids. Yeah, that was one of my favorite too. That was a good one. So thank you to both of my amazing co-hosts. It was a great first season. I'm super happy that we've kicked off season two now. All right, everyone, like, listen, share. Thank you all for coming. We'll see you again soon. Happy New Year. Fuck 2020. We fucking did it. We fucking did it. We made it out and we're still alive. The pits of despair. (laughs) Don't even think about it. (laughs) Don't even think about trying to escape.